0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Hi, this is Tom Cruise, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great San Spence radio podcast. Wow. Ni hao, this is Boston actor Marky Mark Wahlberg, and there's three things I like to hit every day. Number one, the gym. Number two, Vietnamese people. And number three, the gritty. Stay prayed up, and God bless. I'll catch you on the Hallow app.
0: Actually, there is Tom Cruise News. Baby, let's cruise. I know that when we're cruising together.
1: Welcome to the, the Cruise News.
0: Welcome to the Drive podcast. Wait, no, what was the movie called? Duets.
1: Yeah. Now, I... Oh, okay, I, yeah, okay. That, that movie is who, Duets. Who, who, who else is in that? I have... Gwyneth I, Paltrow. I know Gwyneth Paltrow, and then she sings it with... Is it fucking Tony... Like, Are you thinking Tony Danza? No, no, not Tony Danza. Tony... Stark? Like, no, the the, the the Frank Sinatra equivalent. Tony Oh, Tony Bennett. T- yeah, it's Tony Bennett and, Gwyn- and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, so I, I don't know that anything about that number film. number one in Australia and no one else, I think. Yeah, else.
0: I, so I don't know anything about that film except uh, the video story I worked out when it came out on VHS slash DVD. Yeah. It was like 2000, 2001, and I would hear that song probably every 40 minutes, maybe every t- 30 minutes over like a five-hour shift. So... It was... And then she
1: also did a cover of Betty Davis Eyes. I think Eyes. it's Huey Lewis. Hugh- is it really?
0: I have a feeling. Soundtrack, duets. Betty Davis Eyes is just... just yeah, finished? it's Huey Lewis. Huey and Lewis. cruising is Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow. That's Trazy. fucking sick. Huey Lewis. I don't... baby faces on there? <laughs> Paul Marty's on it. He sings on the soundtrack. We gotta got du- do a duet. Oh, episode. he's on quite a few tracks. Yeah, this is crazy. Okay, you're, the only places in Made Money... The soundtrack did. It went gold in United States and Australia. It is on no other charts. That's
1: so funny. What we, happened there? That it feels it was like so a big. Up.
0: That feels like one of the.
1: No, I just think th- like Australia fucking loves lame shit sometimes.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. fucking masters of it. You're right. Have you seen the last like three three weeks of uh, the internet? They've like millennials downwards of people uh, at Taylor Swift shows.
1: Dude, our country like went full Taylor. Yeah. It sucked. They changed, like, street signs. They changed
0: my train. Have you seen the train line? Because mine goes out to Olympic Park.
1: Right, which is where all of her shows were. And
0: it, it's one of the, the main ones that you have to just... I think it's one transfer. So we have, like... For those who don't know Sydney trains, congratulations. <laughs> they're the worst. No, they're fine. In you know, you know, the country, yeah, they're great. But in the world, it's a stinker. Like, sure. dog shit. Like, very old tracks that, like, they... Built basically like a loop that is, they can't change. You know what I mean? And the population has grown so much. It's a pretty dog shit design. Anyway, the, the LED signs that tell you the next stops, they are just names the Taylor Swift songs and the songs played over the PA. But what if you want to get some? I know. Your- I was like, Fuck. what about tourists? Who are like, where am I? What is uh, We are never ever getting back <laughs> like, together. Yeah. Sorry, is Bad Blood Redfern? Oh man, it was crazy. It was insane, and I mean, I mean, yeah, we're two like white guys in their thirties being like Taylor Swift. I don't get it. But well, like- I, I've
1: always been like pretty indifferent. Like, there's a few songs of hers that I that I do play out hmm. at weddings or when I'm doing like a big pop set or whatever, bangers. for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, the this last week of, like, I, I worked. I worked on the same night as two of the Taylor Swift shows Mm. And then on the other two nights
0: uh, Only four people in the country can say that Three of them are in Blink-182 and one of them is (laughs) you Yeah, it's crazy I was
1: was DJing at the Blink shows Um, Oh, I managed to get one of the um, plush rabbit bunnies for you Oh, wow Yeah, I don't want it Oh, wow, that's so sick uh, The Blink bunny Well, actually, I I got two and I go, Tilly, do you want one? She looked at it and she was like, no (laughs) It's like cool. I'll give it to Angus and Moon. I guess
0: Moon <laughs> will we'll be so excited.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I I I finished DJing at the Blink shows at like eleven fifteen, right? And then I would normally just get in my car and be home by eleven thirty. Getting out of Olympic oh Park the God. same night as the Taylor shows was fucked up.
0: And you gotta you gotta put it into perspective. You're probably like. 15 minutes max from there. 10 minutes. That's that's exactly. Like with no traffic, I'm 10 minutes. I'm like 12 minutes. Like like we said, it's like smack bang in the middle of ours.
1: And people just like, I was trying to go straight on a road Mm. as one does. And there are cars just driving like across the street Whereabouts at Olympic Park? Just like trying to get through Olympic Park It was oh so gosh. badly managed And there were yeah. so many people It's a terrible Sydney venue 82,000 people at a Olympic for Park like for her And then 20, 20, 23 I think it is for Blink so like And then there was another show on as people. well and some sport there plus people
0: working Like hundreds of people working Yeah, like,
1: yeah It was a lot of people in there And it was just like, yeah, getting out And then I I had somewhere else to be on At uh, a wedding oh, that I did really? on Sunday And I was like, yep, I'll just drive into the city and then I looked at the traffic and it was boned. Wait, and after the show? This is like on the Sunday, so that on, and which is because there was another. She did four shows in a row, right? Uh, so on the Sunday, I'm driving. I'm like, thank God, Sunday. I'm nowhere near Taylor Swift tonight. Nah, all the traffic, dude. And again, it was just people that like just yeah. forgot how to drive.
0: I did something on the weekend. I I can't remember what I was doing. Um, but, also, oh, when I went to go see Tenet on uh, the IMAX, I was wondering why I took a train, and I was like, what's going on? And there was just all these like. It it looked like bachelorette parties. It was just, like, women with, like, cheap sparkly stuff on and cowboy hats. And they were all over the city. This was, like, 4 p.m. And I'm like, what the fuck's going (laughs) on? Is that like, a racist convention at the
1: ICC? Yeah, there's something fucked about it, right? Like, I I know it's just them, like, celebrating their favorite artist. But... I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for fandom. I mean, this whole podcast is, is based upon Phantom. Fandom. And and like Taylor weird, Swift of that's cringy awesome. shit for I'm, sure. I'm very I'm always very curious about when people I mean, look, I can't knock Taylor Swift. I like Star Wars and the Beatles. You know what I mean? Sure, like, yeah I'm ve- very fascinated by people who encompass and um, captivate you know, the majority of culture. I think it's a really interesting thing. Um probably never gonna get into Taylor Swift, that's fine. I don't mind some songs. Uh, but what the fuck does she know about O'Reilly? No, that's a that's a Kanye joke. You know the the Lady Gaga. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll save some of his other jokes about Taylor Swift for later. <laughs> uh,
1: but remember when he made an animatronic of her naked? No, it was and a wax model. Wax like model, Kim, but, uh, Donald Trump. Who Rihanna, was it? Oh and, they, uh, and just had them sleeping in a big bed together, naked. Yeah, Kim, Kim was in it.
0: Kim, they were all like in what he said were like the most um, powerful cult, pop cultural yeah. figures at that moment. And you know what? He he wasn't wrong god that was like eight years ago Um, but there's something interesting about this fandom Um, you know we talk about that TikTok video that went viral this week there was this thing that was going on and this wasn't unique to Australia people all over the world would like go to the stadium to listen if they missed out well, and kids. i popped out while blink, well, I, I
1: saw blink play four shows in a week i didn't need to watch literally them every night
0: who are you me in 2004 <laughs> when i did the five shows they
1: played there was they added one new song to the set list oh what I, was it like a brand new song that they haven't released yet um and they played that at the, at the final two shows Really? But besides that it was an identical set list yep. for all the shows um but i popped out and i was like oh how how clearly can you hear taylor it was like like, it sounded, it sounded great. Like, yeah. if I was a fan, I reckon that would be a great time. You yeah. hang out with some friends, you get some, you get someone you get going a few live cold on a phone
0: or like uh, FaceTiming from their chest, like strapping a phone to their chest, FaceTiming. You're kind of watching it at least. You know what I mean? And yeah, you okay, I got your mania. Yeah.
1: No, but i just been like just hearing it and just like, oh, yeah. yeah. But th- instead, there's a video of this girl. She's hanging out with her friends, but she's filming her reaction to all the songs as Taylor plays them.
0: Yeah, and kind of like um, o- taking ownership of like, Mega popular songs that she should, you know, millions of trillions of people. Well, it was like, I
1: mean, like, uh, you know, and I think this is like totally encouraged when you are a live artist. Like Taylor changes her setup every night. I think she has like an acoustic part of her set. I think there's where two she, like, songs cycles she cycles through you... every
0: night, and you don't know what songs you're gonna get. Okay, like, right. I think there's sorry. I think there's. a, s- a space for two songs And you don't there, know And there was happen. a
1: storm At the first show So Sabrina Carpenter The support act Couldn't play So Taylor brought her out uh, And they did a duet On a yeah, piano together Yeah that's right um, Like fun surprise Like that That's cool um, But this chick filmed her reaction of Taylor playing like some song that was important to her. And she just like lets out this like blood curdling scream. Mm.
0: (laughs) She's like, "Uh, no one knows like this song saved my life. Like she's just seen someone like Like, kill her mother
1: in front of her point blank. You know what I mean? It's insane. And like, and she's like crying into her friends who are like trying not to laugh at her. And the fact that like she had that reaction, I mean that's fine. That's I mean, fine. You know what, like people have resonates
0: with people but also like she but, might have had a really rough time in her life and maybe that song got her out of the darkness. I get it. But then it's but like she recorded the setting that it up, reaction the and then
1: it. posting it without the shame of like yeah. maybe this is ridiculous. Well, this is like, an
0: interesting thing in the dark side of fandom that is definitely not unique to Taylor Swift and is very unique to fuck Star Wars as well. I mean very obvious in Star Wars as well. There's, there's this ownership where you're kind of like that's mine. Like you know what I mean? There's like there's like with Star Wars fans, there's people that are like, "I'm the Clone War." Like you can't talk about the Clone War. It's like, dude, it's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, when series. when
1: Boar Gullet died in Rogue yeah. One, you, you I was like, no. I, I feel myself, but it's kind crying. of
0: crying. Like, Phantom's great, but it's also when you gatekeeper, it, it's it's really insane. interesting article this week. Too. Is that
1: gatekeeping? I feel like that's sharing every. That's like no, the opposite. No, you're
0: like, I, this is my song, uh, okay. and I'm showing you. I'll cry it in front me, of it to prove it. that it's mine. If you don't do, if you're not, if you're not filming yourself crying, how you know what I mean? It's yeah, like this yeah. weird uh, hysteria ownership. Very interesting piece. For I me, mean, it's just lack of shame. The it's, failing yeah. ABC published this week, <laughs> which was um, <laughs> the average age of a Taylor Swift fan is um, millennial forty-five onwards. Wait, yeah, millennials. So older millennials. No, the average age is like forty-five. Yeah, right. And I found that. Very that, that's
1: fascinating. Like, that's like Gen Y, though, isn't it? Uh, Gen X. Gen X.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gen Y is millennial. They renamed a millennial. Don't What's worry. It? I was I was reading the wiki last night, Good. when I was uh, in a spiral. comparing it. Yeah. I just know that
1: I'm a millennial, which seems We're like 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 if, if you're cheating. born
0: between 1981 and 1996, you're a millennial.
1: So ta- he- Taylor Swift is a millennial.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, she's probably the she queen was just of millennials. 1989, because she made oh, an yeah, album she made called called it, That's right. I assume that's her birth year. You think so? Well, she's such just a
1: fan of like, oh yeah, that year that was three years the before I was, was Back born. To the Great Part three. year. Yeah.
0: Um, Roger Rabbit getting a home release. Super, I don't know Super
1: Mario it. Three.
0: Yeah, the Whiz Wizard. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, big Wiz head. Big Wiz head over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, it's usually the average age is 45. I mean, that yeah, that checks because, like, you know, I feel like it's people who still use Facebook, big yep. Taylor perfect, Swift fans.
0: Perfect, 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 perfect yeah. analogy. It's, um yeah, and again, this isn't a I hate Taylor Swift at all. I, I mean, I, she
1: did make me late four times in, the, in one week. She made me I'm feel... allowed uh, to hate someone that does She made
0: that. me feel strange before I saw Tenet and felt a different type of strange, like a good strange. <laughs> like, uh, but also, like, it's been insane watching... But what, what if? I've seen people that I know and people who, like, they're competing... To, to, to be like I'm the biggest Taylor Swift fan but just by like essays they're writing on Instagram and like someone spoke about the struggles... Of buying tickets, and they're like, This isn't just this concert, it's the hours I spend on multiple laptops. And I'm
1: like, <laughs> I mean, what are you dude, talking I mean, about? So, Matt B and, and Tilly like a few of her songs, and I, I, and I was like, You know, I mean, that would be a fun thing to tick off, like take sure. the kids to a Taylor Swift song. The, I, I got in the queue for like 10 minutes, oh, and you then knows. I was like, No, I'm not spending any more of my day doing this. Yeah, only I'll only spend that long trying to get tickets to a Kirby cafe. Now, thank you very much. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: me buying our Ghibli Park tickets, bro, I had four had ipad iphone and macbook opened and double safari browsers on each and so i had six windows all together because it was like i was reading on the reddit about like how to do it anyway whatever that's another story no i love it No, the, the coolest no, thing
1: is that like so ghibli park is like the second uh studio ghibli kind of like land you can go to the first one is a straight up museum this is like a utilizing like an outdoor a park. national national park yeah. that that also that like, they've built these monuments to all so many different movies mm. um and i uh, when i was there with my family last year i considered it it's in Nagoya, which is like pretty pretty far from you know, everywhere else we were going would have been a yeah. full, full out of the way trip to go there. But um, at that point, they, they'd only opened like two two sections of it, whereas now there are like six and yeah. each of the sections has all these different and I
0: think they were made attractions in it.
1: Like, I think they were forced to kind of open early uh,
0: because that whole park was essentially open to fund the Boy and the Heron.
1: Yeah, totally. As was the, As a, the, the Netflix deal. Yeah. And I
0: have a feeling, because uh, it was supposed to open when the Olympics were opening, mm-hmm. I think, and everything obviously like fell apart. And I think they had to essentially open it unfinished, which right. I'm sure Miyazaki was... So they was, could pay for the park itself. Totally. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure Miyazaki was pissed about that. But it feel it seems and sounds like it's kind of where it's supposed to be at the moment. So
1: yeah, you were very much leading the charge. Like, oh, we should go. I'll get, I'll get us tickets. And I, I was like, yeah, cool. That'll be great. And then on, but you Saturday, didn't the amount of on Saturday night, I like went, actually went on the website and went through it all. Dude,
0: it's incredible. We're going like to freak it there. The
1: food options, like, you know, if you listen to HeyFam, you know, we love a PDF menu.
0: I mean, if we had a different, if we have had to rename our podcast, it could be the food fellas. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd probably have to go to court. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. Uh,
1: what about the PDF menu fellas?
0: Yeah. PDF fellas. Yeah. Um,
1: but the the food options at Jidley Park in, in Nagoya. Nagoya. Mm. Um,
0: no there's an, it's nagoya i mean that's like the
1: nagoya
0: yeah nagoya, <laughs> nagoya. you're saying like nagoya what's that like,
1: i know you said yeah i know it's I mean, whatever i get people it? call me whenever i say anything on my tiktok people call me out that i'm saying it wrong
0: keep it makes you stronger
1: <laughs> um nagoya. but the uh the 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 options there are wild like there is a a a milk stand mm-hmm. So which is just, based <laughs> off of um The Wind Rises. Yeah. Which is, you know, set during World War Two, where you can buy bottled local milk with a foil cap and a, and it's like got special stu- like you know, Ghibli branded. We have to do that. Oh man, you better believe first thing we're getting in there I'm is fasting until we go yeah, and then also like a, a very specific, you know, that era, like showa era of Japan, it's like a like milk milk cake, milk cake, yeah, that, you, cake. Yeah, that, yeah, that You, you haven't seen it, have you? I'm going to watch it So I've, I've made a list So my homework Good. Before we go to Japan Is um, fill a few gaps In my Ghibli resume yeah. I, I only need to watch One Miyazaki movie Wind um, Which is Wind Rises cool. I've seen every other Miyazaki movie So I'm doing all the movie. other ones As well I want, I've never seen Whisper of the Heart And The Cat Returns And I know they've got A big presence they in the park
0: Because they're massive In Japan Yeah Because the Whisper in the Heart Is based off a manga Like a, a popular, oh. popular manga had okay, it, Maybe sure. it had a different name and there's a, it's kind of a bit like Madam Web. <laughs> there's a dream sequence in it where the the lead like hangs out with cats. Yes. And then that was so popular that they made a sequel called The Cat Returns, which is all about that. Yeah. Just an expanded yeah. version with like different characters. But I think the same cat and I don't know, but it sounds, it's basically Madam Web, I guess. It, yeah.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah, the original Madam it Web.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Ghibli Madam Web. Um, I'm gonna watch like only yesterday as well. Yes, yeah, so I've got
1: that too because that's um. He did only yesterday. My neighbors the Yamadas and Pompoco and, and Pompoko. And, and I want to watch all. Grave of the Fireflies. Like okay, I've seen that. I one. can't watch that again. Yeah, it's a bummer.
0: Yeah, like I love it. I think it's a masterpiece. But I'm watching all of the Jubilees before we go, and that's I'm great. up to only yesterday, and I'm just like, I, I I'm just gonna skip Grave of the Fireflies. That's kind of fucking I kids in war at the moment it's yeah like yeah pretty yeah that's it's so pretty true. brutal stuff to 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 look at it, regardless of medium uh and uh tale of princess kaguya he also did as oh, his last
1: man what a wild wild, yeah, really l- interesting
0: really you know i i you know mizaki's always the one who's see
1: how you said kaguya yeah kaguya. Kaguya. so it's nagoya nagoya yeah
0: yeah well it's not because Kaguya has a U in it and Nagoya has an O in it.
1: Yeah, but so there's no when you have O and Y next to each other in in Hiragana, you don't make put them together like boy. It's O and then the next the next syllable. Yeah, Nagoya. Nagoya.
0: Yeah, Nagoya. 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 What the f- no, I d- <laughs> Nagoya. Nagoya. <laughs> Fuck, man! I, 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 now I'm confused. Um, <laughs> we've, got a, we,
1: we've got you've got two months to work it out. Yeah, well, let's not ask work ask it every out. local. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, interesting because obviously I've had Maze every every cunt gets...
1: on fucking TikTok and Instagram telling me I've been saying Ghibli wrong. It's Ghibli. Well, but Europeans because it's named after a, an, an, an airplane, which is actually pronounced in Italy, Ghibli.
0: Well, it's the Arabic word for wind.
1: Yeah. And so they, a lot of people from Europe are like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's Ghibli. Ghibli. I'm like, yeah, but look, if it's you, Japanese. the fucking symbol is ji. It means so it's, nothing as well. And then, but then they, I mean, they could come up me and be like, well, you don't say Jibori, which is how. Yeah. Jibori. Mi, Miyazaki. But it's like. Dude, I've had a lot of like booking things on in Japan this, this week and yeah. having to put my name in um furagana fuck that's so uh, so looking up how, how how each of the symbols and then typing that in so you can you know yeah. print your name onto a Don't ticket to- and it's so funny my name is like it just sounds so fucking racist what when it's it? Andaru. it's Andoru Ribinzu. yeah
0: mine's like <laughs> angas or something like yeah. that uh yeah but mizaki but- always like the guy you think of Jubilee, but like Takahata is someone that, like, I admittedly don't know any his film, I mean, obviously his films haven't translated as much outside of Japan to the West. Mm. But like, really interesting that he's like constantly playing with like, he, you know, My Neighbor's the Yamadas was the first Ghibli film to, to to be digitally animated and stuff like that. Like, he was really yeah kind of And then obviously uh, Tale of the Bamboo Cutter, beautifully like water paint style. You know, really yeah. interesting that he's like. Up for changing the look of stuff, where uh, Miyazaki, you have a look at a frame, and it's it's a Miyazaki film. Exactly, right?
1: he's constantly just like slightly improving yeah. his style. I mean, and and that's what made Boy in the Heron so different, is because he got the, new animators, did different sequences, to do different sequences, and didn't give them notes. Yeah, he was like he like. Took a little less control which is so over awesome. the film, and that's, that's how you get that like, opening scene. That incredible where, opening scene, uh, the fire, which looks unlike anything, anything you've seen in one of his movies before, totally. because literally someone completely new yeah. did it, and they were allowed to cook as opposed to him like going, "No, do it my way."
0: And then, yeah, that's that, that's so crazy that he did that. One and thing that was
1: very surprising with the park is that there is a, an, an attraction at Ghibli Park which is based on the studio movie that everyone but me fucking hates oh, that his hedwig, son made the witch area right? That, yeah there's like a, you can go in the the, the house from <laughs> hedwig and the and the witch <laughs> i love that which is sick that's so and may, it sick. makes me think that like maybe he doesn't hate goro too much i
0: don't think he does at all yeah i think he's just japanese <laughs> uh what do you what do you think uh miyazaki thinks of taylor swift
1: i don't think he, he knows who she is yeah yeah
0: i don't think so but i'll tell you what Taylor Swift's gone. Fred again's coming to the country. This country has fever with people coming to play shows. At least I
1: understand why why Taylor Swift is popular. Yeah, Fred again, I I, it's like why anyone with he's going to sell out five arena shows where you have to buy a ticket and and sit down to watch a DJ.
0: Taylor Swift? I've I've tried listening to the songs. I just find there's no like X factor to them. It's like very clean. Well, I think that's the mass safe. appeal.
1: It, it, it it's not just mass appeal. It also like her voice is like average to good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she hasn't got... anyone you could and, and and you see her dance and she dances. She can't dance exactly. But I think like that's shit. part of the appeal. Yeah, it's just it's, a face like mom, They're like good for her. It's Go like full Facebook mom. You're yeah, so yeah, right. yeah, 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 It's like very. Big. It's yeah. Like Facebook moms love it because they imagine Taylor is their daughter who yeah. sucks at dancing. Yeah, and you you're still going to every single like concert. I, Yeah, I I should get it more like we're on the cusp of of it. You know
0: there was like famously, there's been some Taylor backlash. I mean, it always happens when you're famous, but there's been errors. uh, Best the
1: best Taylor backlash ever. Is uh, people making fun of her for taking private jets places? It's the best. It's the greatest picture of
0: like you know like a jet pl- a jet plane in the middle of the like airfield. It's like when Taylor forgets to charge her phone. No, but...
1: one was like um. That's like a was the interior of a plane, and yeah. then someone put another plane in the plane, <laughs> and it was like when Taylor wants to go from one aisle, one side of the seat to the other. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: but it, it feels like since the Grammys, there's been another like. Bubbling backlash, and this this because she's like,
1: a total tool at the Grammys. Every like every video you see of her like yucking of, it up with like boy Genius and stuff. It's not just that what, they what, they I, just look so uncomfortable around her. I know nothing her. about her. She has the, the Celine Dion. Snub. Like
0: I know nothing about her. Yeah, she has the world's largest platform. All I have ever heard or see her do on these platforms. Is announced the next album, <laughs> yeah. and she did that at the Grammy. Like that's such a no no. I know, like, but like all I've seen her, I reckon in like four to five years, whenever she's on a stage, even at one of the shows in Sydney. I wish Kanye was at that Grammy. Announced a deluxe just version to see his reaction of, to her it. The, her upcoming album. She announced a deluxe version of her upcoming album, which has one extra track, and she's announced three different versions on this like Australian well, like, and of she, the same that album. She's
1: like monetized the term Taylor's version. To be this empowering thing, but now she's
0: selling nine versions of the vinyl. Yeah, and like, yeah,
1: it's like, and it's not her reclaiming her masters back anymore. It's just like it's just a it's just branding.
0: But every time I've seen her take to a platform where she could be like, you know, don't vote for Donald Trump, and I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. use a platform and do some radical stuff. She's like, I'm announcing my new album. But she's
1: so safe. She would never ever That's do anything. That's what I mean. She's like, like yeah.
0: yeah, she the zero edge. Like
1: maybe if she was like. You know, in What's in, that in, song where in the running about, like, again, she would she'd bleaches. support him, Hillary. Supporting Hillary is like the closest she's, thing yeah, to political totally. Taylor would ever get. What's
0: that song she sings about being on the bleachers? I don't know, man. It's I, really I funny because now she's kind of in my like I, as an outsider who doesn't like listen to her or like know like and all I know is like she's been chastised for twenty years for like dating every whack guy in America essentially who's famous. But her latest boyfriend's that like you know f- football player, and it's funny because I swear she has a song where she's like. I'm on the bleachers crying, like I'm not the pretty girl, the, the 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 homecoming king's with someone else. I'm like, oh, she's become the person that she's like <laughs> sad about in a, in a song.
1: The bulk of my Taylor songs in my music library come from when I like I saw an opportunity and grabbed it and did a Kanye versus Taylor party at a two night two room nightclub in like whenever that you know whenever the. Was that 2014, 2015? I mean, the, uh,
0: the, the original was 20, 2009 with uh, the I'ma You Finish. Whenever Famous was the big was one, Famous was 2016. Okay,
1: so I did it then and sold like 950 <laughs> tickets or something insane like that. But all my Taylor songs are from that era and I, I'm not going to rebuy the, Taylor, the Taylor's versions of them. So people will often be like, why aren't you playing the Taylor's version of Love Story? I'm like, because I have a perfectly I'm fine version already. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, I mean, a very
0: fascinating figure, I think. But also, like, uh, doesn't say anything for better or for worse. I mean, look, y- you know, the other guy you mentioned, Kanye, who is obviously cosmically interlinked with this person, he says everything. <laughs> it's not always good. No, so it's like, no, but you, you know, somewhere what? in between. I'd rather someone who says everything. I, I want. Uh, yeah,
1: well, you don't want someone feeling super, super safe. Yeah, I, yeah. Want,
0: I want someone who says shit that Bit even I don't agree with. Yeah. Because, like, you shouldn't. Worship these people, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But she's kind of this like really interesting blank thing. It's so I, I was fascinated this week just she watching a, people. She even has a song called Blank Space. Oh wow, I am so good interested song. just this week seeing people like come out of the woodwork and uh yeah it's re- it's been really interesting. I mean you know if it makes you feel good, nice.
1: Yeah, you know I um I went and saw Drive Away Dolls today, the new one Call by, it by its Dead Name. No, you don't Ethan, have to. Ethan Ethan Cohen that he wrote with his gay wife. Yeah. Like they have like an arrangement. Oh, like, hey! I, they had ki-
0: to don't use that slur, man. Maybe <laughs> they, they, they have <laughs> I'm kids. Joking, I'm
1: joking. <laughs> they have kids, and he, she has a female partner, and he has also a female partner, I think. But they have kids together, and they also made a movie together. Crazy. Um, and the original title was Drive Away Dykes. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's about uh two lesbians played by Margaret Qualley and go on try to say it uh, Geraldine, the Australian actor who was in that weird show with Harry Potter and Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Um, and many other things, but she's great in this. Yeah. Gerald, uh, last name starts with a V. It's a V, yeah. Um, and... Uh, Let's have a look. She's fucking great. They're both fucking great. Margaret Qualley, I thought I wouldn't like because of her delivery... Viswanathan. Good, good job. Um, her... Uh,
0: or Viswanathan. I mean, I don't
1: know. Her... What do want? Margaret Qualley's um, southern-accented lines in the trailer, I thought were, like, going to really hurt my ears, but she, like, you just love her straight away. It's like... Shades of Cage in uh, Raising Arizona vibes. Wally. yeah, sick. Yeah, she gets um,
0: bonkers sometimes. I, I well, this fear. is
1: like this is like a off the wall silly, Cohen movie, um, in the same vein as like Raising Arizona, Raising, Raising Arizona, um, uh, Burn After Reading, sick. Um, but but so Ethan Cohen is the writer of the two brothers. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this could not be more tonally different to the beautiful looking, but aggressively dry Shakespeare Macbeth. adaptation yeah. Macbeth with Denzel that his brother Joel did uh, a couple of years ago, which I loved the experience of watching, but like, you know, if, if I was to put them, like rank them all, I don't know where the fuck it would go. Cause it feels like such an outlier. How do you feel uh, now that they're not making
0: movies together? Uh,
1: I reckon they will again, but I, I, you know, I, I'm seeing this, you, you go, Oh cool. This is, has all the goofy fun Cohen mm-hmm. shit that I love, but it's just not shot as well. Yeah. I thought it's kind of cheap looking or it's not great looking. The worst thing about this movie is that (laughs) the scene transitions are fucking wild. They're like the 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 scene will suddenly freeze and then the frame will go (laughs) and like suddenly the next (laughs) stuff it's (laughs) fucked. Or or like the 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 image will go like (laughs) And like what? drive like, off the screen and then wipe into the next scene. Like
0: dad with I movie going crazy. And then they just kind
1: of give up on that for a while. Oh. And then there's like these weird trippy visuals. Um weird. That 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 they make sense by the end of the movie. Do you think Joel
0: would have uh reined that one in? Yeah.
1: I, but like there's there's a kind of silliness to them that I, like adds to it. Yeah. I think I would love this movie on Second Watch. The first, it, like, it's nowhere near as Fucking strange and and certainly nowhere near as bad as Lady Killers. Yeah. Um. Tom Hanks. I'm a I'm a, I'm a total Cohen completionist. That's my first like proper movie obsession. Yeah. The Coeys. Like uh, I guess around the time of Big Lebowski, I went. I was like, who are these guys? I fucking love them. Mm. And just watched everything. You know, got my dad to rent me Blood Simple, which was rated R. That's right. Um, That's from the from the video store at like age fourteen. Um. They're like And I, I love their entire catalogue. Like, totally, there's there's movies that I like more than others. But, like, my my absolute favourite ones are the goofy comedies or the goofy comedic moments in an otherwise very serious movie. Like, I love Miller's Crossing for that reason. But mm. then I also love, like, the pure goofiness of, like, Hudsucker Proxy and um, I even loved... Uh, What's almost like fucking Channing Tatum about like old school Hollywood, George Clooney? No, Hail Caesar's is incredible. Fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. I love Hail Caesar. So Caesar's good, like it. super underrated. Yeah. Um, and I think with time, this is going to be like cult classic. Cast is wild. Oh, really? It's like Pedro Pascal. That's right. Um, Beanie Felds. Yeah. The Beanie, what's her name? Beanie, Beanie Felds. Beanie Man. <laughs> um, Beanie Woman. Yeah. Uh, Beanie Hill. <laughs> do you, there is a big cameo that they've spoiled in like in trailers. Uh, but one of our favorites plays a senator. In this and wow. his connection to this movie is is so is funny. No, no, it's like, a, like a, a classic favorite. Okay. Um, he, he's he's in your favorite movie of last year, but he's in he's in almost everything. Whenever whenever a movie has a big Hollywood cameo in it, mm. it's generally this guy.
0: I'm trying to think who it is. I reckon you can get it. Tony Stark. No, it's Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, he's in trailers. Not really a spoiler, no, but I didn't know he was in it. Um, and like the the reason why he has a connection, his Batana character has a the connection movies. to this story is so fucking funny. And you're like, oh, Ethan is the the horny one of the Coens that puts all the sex jokes in their movies.
0: I'm the incel, um, no country for old man lover.
1: Yeah, so that in. one I like. I think is a wonderful movie, but it is the like one of the least Coheny movies. Oh, it doesn't in at their, all feel their, like a Coen Brothers film. Yeah, closest
0: one it feels like is um, man who wasn't wasn't there. Mm, no, even that's man. like that.
1: That's like such so oddball. Yeah, it's closer. i'd know, I'd like say it like it's to closer movie. to Fargo than than that, yeah, no, you're right. It's like, it's an like a unfunny pure Fargo c- crime movie, yeah, it's
0: like a very unfunny Fargo um, um, do you think we'll see like a similar thing with um like these two you know brothers that were established as creatives going kind of I guess their separate ways to make stuff that have the quality they brought to the pair with like the Russos? no. <laughs> <laughs> do you think yeah they're gonna make the quiet man too (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah sure one will cast himself as a gay guy and everything and the other one will like just be the other russo
1: i mean i love that (laughs) like not only were they able to get so many movies made the two of them but now like they're able to get these like super weird high concept Mm. movies made the one of them
0: what's what's joel doing at the moment
1: i'm not sure i mean there are rumors that they're gonna work on another like a horror movie yeah that'd be cool Um, I
0: mean I get it They've been working together For like 40 years essentially So many movies And like I I never get I mean I get I, I know with the Con Brothers it was more of a, te- a technicality when yes one was the writer and one was the director. No, but I
1: think people. So I've heard a lot of people discuss like this movie and and like watching it. It's clear that Joel is the director. But I know like they Ethan were is the writer. builders both, but yeah. they weren't really. like yeah, one yeah. Director. And but, I, I, even when I was in high school, I used to buy Ethan's book. Ethan has some short story collections sure. that I love. I find it so
0: strange when there's like co-directors who are actually like co-directors, and I'm yeah. like, does that make them like double? as good as a director or as a regular one, or are they half as bad because I need two of the... You know, I mean, it always, like, kind of plagued me.
1: But so this, this ties into what we were talking about earlier. Um, I went to a 12-30 screening of this at Castle Hill Cinemas mm. in uh, in Sydney today.
0: Oh,
1: that's what I've got to get a thing. He's got to get a thing. Um, and uh, while I was there, uh, I'm walking into the, into the cinema. I used to normally, like, you know, watching these movies with geriatric people, but the only... Five other people, it was just a group of five girls, and they were all wearing Taylor Swift merchandise. Really? Yeah. This blood oh, shit, man. No, 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 it's not you. The, the, the yeah, we don't want. Uh, my, my, my water was dripping all over yeah. Angus's uh, important movie books. Yeah, I've got to move my. Memory. I was going to put that shit on coaster. I always forget. Sorry. That's all right. Um, oh, here we are. But, uh, Taylor
0: Swift, how old were they?
1: Maybe like 10 years younger than me. Yeah. Like late 20s. Um, oh. But they. Uh, they were laughing awkwardly at this entire movie. Like, it's very bawdy. Yeah. Like...
0: They probably didn't think it was going to be.
1: Uh, and, and I think they may have only been in there because another cameo in the movie is Miley Cyrus. Oh, wow. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. I, I wanted to be like, what did you guys think? should have. But, like, I also was like, I, I don't want to be that weird guy. So I just kind of, like... Like smiled as I saw them as don't the want to on like the way out. Yeah, yeah, totally. To yeah. Well, actually, well, actually, you start things with Millers
0: Crossing, and actually work upwards. You'll find that there's a Millers Crossing, probably my favourite Coen movie. That's what. That's what I would have said. Is that what you would have said? Yeah, I would have said. Of course, like, you would have. Yeah. I guess that.
1: <laughs> I, I reckon, like, gun to my head, pick t- pick my favourite. It's it's either that or Oh Brother, Where Art Thou. And like I don't think They're, they're, the, they're the best I movies They're just Brother my favourites I'd, like, I'd put that in the five I think Miller's Crossing Is my favourite More serious crime Cohen one And then of all The goofy comedies I think O Brother Is the strongest um, Yeah O Brother's I amazing I fucking love a burn After reading too. Brother Brother's
0: like The execution of that film The look The acting The, the lines the deli- the, And, and yeah. like
1: there are Some iconic line deliveries From Margaret and Geraldine In this too
0: I think George Clooney's Top two or three performances O Brother in, in oh, a, absolutely I don't Dap- want fuck I'm a Deborah Dan man Dapper Dan yeah. yeah, Dapper Dan He's amazing Holly in Hunter movie. Incredible yeah. in that movie John Goodman, incredible good word.
1: What's that? Oh, yeah Incredible it's the, Yeah, yeah fuck it, He squishes film. the frog It's such Incredible good sound Yeah <laughs> yeah. I Fucking am a man John Turturro and, I ins- and Tim Blake Nelson
0: Who wasn't in Dune 2 Despite uh, in the credits Oh, really? Yeah
1: Stephen Root just name. I mean, you could pick you just th- almost guys. every Cohen movie. You could just list a bunch of the best actors in the universe. I'll Have to catch it. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend seeing it. It's like I think on first watch will never be more than like a three star movie to someone. Sometimes we need three star films. But I think with time, I'll come to love this one. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because like I'm like I, I, so after getting out, I'm like, man, that was cool. That's like cool. yeah, and it's like it's so goofy. That's a nice feeling. The and, and it has all of my favorite like you know sudden heightened. Violence and like you know, character cool. caric- caric- like just, the, just and like just wildly good performances, yeah, great supporting awesome. cast. Great. The yeah, fucking rules.
0: Shout out! To Don't the know Collins. if the Swifties liked it. Shout out to the Swiftie. Shout out to the Collins.
1: Um, but we should we should get to the main event.
0: Oh yeah, dinner is. People started-
1: listening right now must be like, "What are they doing?"
0: Yeah, these guys. uh They're doing what they always do, (laughs) yapping away. we just warming up. We are the two chair guys. We're just warming up. We're we're both the chair guys guys of HeyFam. HeyFam is, both. yeah, that's the beautiful thing with HeyFam. We're both chair (laughs) guys.
1: Real, real yappers. Yeah. Um, So, uh, we... Yeah, we're
0: uh, yapping. And now, a
1: word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. I saw Dune 2 last night. Um, and uh, do you know every time an Australian says June on a podcast, they lose three American listeners. Do they? I don't know, I assume so. It must Dune. be so frustrating. It must Dune. be like like yeah, arrange dune yeah. but and they finally say it in the movie and they say dune 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 um, an old fremen word dune so i see yeah, i saw dune 2 last last night you saw it last week that's right on the on the biggest screen in the I southern hemisphere uh,
0: the imax which um out the gate i'd say 80 to 83 percent of the film is in imax
1: oh interesting so yeah yeah
0: definitely if you get a chance to see it on the biggest screen possible listener i mean and yourself mm-hmm. andrew do it thank you it's um
1: so I, I saw it at George Street, um, the same premiere venue that they used for Madam Webb. And you'll recall... <laughs> was there a plaque on the wall? Okay, yeah,
0: like, yeah. Uh, home of the Madam Webb screening. It like a trophy. Yeah. yeah. Like a plaque. Like, yeah, someone's like uh, drilled it on there. It's like in memory of the Madam Webb screening. Well, I mean, they everybody gave us,
1: laughed. They gave us fucking hot dogs at that. I they at, gonna say, scene, at uh, June did they give you hot dogs? We, should, you, you, we got popcorns and waters and soft drinks, you know, yeah. like... There was some... I just feel like... The IMAX one was crazy. Put some stupid effort in. Did you get any, like, dumb bullshit?
0: Well, we had great bullshit. It was... They had huge... So, it was very classy. They had, like, massive, like, metal buckets that you'd put champagne in with ice in it with every flavor choc tops in there and you could just <laughs> me and my dad grabbed two
1: each yeah you did well,
0: it was a three and a half hour yeah because yeah, yeah. you <laughs> had to sit down you've got to
1: eat a melted hot choc top. no i had two at the start that's and then amazing popcorns.
0: Double choc top. <laughs> yeah so we're like should we get dinner afterwards and we walked in we're like dinner's served and we just started <laughs> eating at like five thirty one p.m uh choc tops popcorns and drinks um but, yeah, it was a it was a classy setup. Then they had, like, a watch on display in a glass case being, like, inspired by Dune 2. And it was, like, some, like, expensive brand watch. Uh,
1: but no, like, no cool giveaways. <laughs> you get a lanyard or something?
0: No. Damn. They're like, we don't need to do that shit. This movie's going to make I a wish Mozart. they would. Though. Okay.
1: So, all right. Before we get into our thoughts on the movie, um, do you think this is going to be, like, uh, 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 do you reckon this is going to make more than the first one?
0: Yes, absolutely First one was released during COVID I do know Oh, that's a really good that point That yeah, it, yeah. it was put on HBO Max as well
1: But it, uh, you know, you know I why I don't know the, remember the is the because first The first
0: one also had made $30 million last week No, in the last two weeks Because of the re-release Yeah, sure Which is crazy I forgot
1: they put it on Max It was put on one of those movies Yeah, it was part of the What a fucking crime It
0: was part of Chris Nolan being like I'm I'm, uh, I'm out I, <laughs> Yeah, we're never ever getting back together <laughs> As a callback to the start
1: Yeah um, yeah, fuck, imagine if Warner Brothers got Barbie and Oppenheimer last year. Just
0: clown, clown, shit. clown shit. Yeah, this one's going to make way more than the first one. Um, it's one of the movies. I remember <laughs> the, the, world. the first
1: one came out during that weird period of time where everywhere in the world had COVID except Sydney. Yeah. Do you remember that? that was and like, I saw it in was a such really a
0: weird circumstance where Sydney Film Festival got it halfway through the festival and put it on at a midnight screening uh. at a Hoyt's at George Street <laughs> in like a weird That's fucking weird Yeah and I got two tickets and saw it at like midnight till 3am It was fucked The other day
1: I was thinking like god I am so glad that we as a culture grew out of midnight screenings. Yeah they just do the night before now It like, was so dumb Yeah yeah. They Seeing think. I saw so many Star Wars movies at midnight and <laughs> Yeah like, you did And like just like trying to stay awake
0: Yeah I mean I'd go to one in a heartbeat. Yeah, sure. Obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the freaking um, Dune Midnight screening is the only time they could have it because I think the whole festival booked out. Right, of course. And it was insane. It was so strange. It was in a weird like off the side
1: How How long before the actual release did you see it? It was like a month or Crazy,
0: yeah. It was like a month or so because that was—that's what was weird. We were just like these big movies were coming out, like Tenet, like Dune, and like we just didn't know how to see them. <laughs> or sometimes you couldn't see them, and then
1: you it, saw Tenet again finally on the on uh, the IMAX screen. That's right. I re-release. saw it the
0: way it was meant to be seen. Loved it. Fuck Now you said
1: eighty-two percent of Dune was IMAX. hundred percent of Tenet is IMAX, right? No,
0: I'd say like eighty-five.
1: Thank you for these accurate. Most
0: of Oppenheimer is and Dunkirk. Uh, but yeah, most of... I'd say maybe 10, it's a little... Uh, I don't know yet. It's, it's, I'd say 80, in the 80 mark. Fantastic. Again, very... It felt like, fuck, COVID really fucked up some of our guys. <laughs> the movie was meant to be seen on that but shit. The thing is,
1: like, <clears throat> yeah, I... I fuck in During a less busy time, <laughs> if I didn't spend, like, fucking... Sixty percent of my week last week DJing, yeah. um, or or stuck in traffic because seen, like, of Taylor Swift. One. I would have I would have done the full run, yeah, but like I just Tenet. couldn't justify like not doing work or you know not not helping out at home uh, yeah. while I go see movies on a big screen. But it was partly that, but also like I had perfect film experiences when I saw Tenant for the first time with, with you and I, Noon. You that was one of the Th- best. That was probably the best night of that year. Yeah. That was twenty twenty. It was COVID year. Um, that was probably the best night of the year for me. Um, just such a special night, having some it's beers like at the pub around the corner. In the theater, maybe? Yeah. yeah. We
0: got their, had the fucking balcony to ourselves.
1: Yeah. And Noon being the only one who understood every second of that movie. It's a palindrome. And I've since watched Tenet a couple of times since. I love that movie. Um, I, I love it. So. I, w- I, I do wish I managed to make, squeeze it in. But then, yeah, June the first. Uh, June the first. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what they're calling it in the streets.
0: No. Uh, not at all. That sounds like a date. It sounds like a June the first.
1: They had a teacher's strike. Because she's a public Hell school yeah. teacher, and there was a teach- teacher strike on the, the day that that came out. Oh yeah, and so I was like, "Fuck, Let's you know what it. we should do on your ta- on your teacher strike? Let's go see Dune." Let's go get it. And, so, and so we went to um, one of those bed cinemas. Oh yeah, and and watched Dune in in a bed. That's like, insane. When it was like, that, I'm like, that's a perfect perfect experience. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's fine. I had the best yeah, possible cinema experience. Yeah, that's a great experience. Experience I, And
0: I, I I saw it there, and then I saw it with my. Dad, I believe he came up. We saw it at Broadway. I don't I think I may, might have only seen it twice at the theaters. So that's like
1: the one thing I do regret. My dad fucking loves Tenet and fucking loves Dune. I haven't seen either with him. I should go watch. I should, yeah, we should We should do it.
0: Absolutely, you should. And or maybe I I'll see Dune saw, too with him next week. uh, yeah, and then I did the rewatch. I saw Dune one two weekends ago, June the 1st, June the 1st at uh, IMAX. And once again, that was like, oh, this is how this was supposed to be. Sure, seen. yeah, fucking cool. insane. From the get go, you're just like, holy shit.
1: So, Dune 2, um, I think. Well, I mean, let's talk
0: about your relation with Dune 1.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a sick movie. It's. it's, it's You hadn't read the. No, no. I own the book. I think yeah. I own two different prints of the book. I've really? Never read past the first, like, eight pages. Sure. Because it's, you know, famously a very, very dense start. It throws right? you
0: in and doesn't explain stuff. I'm like. I, 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 I should have just
1: bought a fucking audiobook version of it. Apparently, there's some wonderful ones oh, really? out there. Yeah, yeah. I, read,
0: I, I can't believe I read it. Me, too. Yeah, and I'm halfway through Messiah at the moment. That's so cool, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do all the. At least the Frank Herbert Dune.
1: Um, But. I think the first movie stands so well on its own as a movie. Really? Um, Even the ending? Yeah. I didn't like... It ends in, a, I think, a very satisfying place where a lot of things get wrapped up enough that you're like, wow, and that's the end of that chapter. It feels very What's much, the next chapter?
0: Uh, to me, because it ends like just before he's about to like go to the Fremen.
1: Yeah, but he beats the dude. Beats Janice. And um, it feels like... I, I remember like... The first Gemist. time watched it, it felt like, what's the fucking Sandra Bullock's in space movie?
0: Uh, Gravity. Gravity, and you
1: know how like the last half hour of that is just like bullshit happening to Sandra Bullock non-stop mm. give this lady a fucking break you know like she finally like gets into a pod and then starts like returning to earth but then it breaks up on re-entry and then mm. she finally lands and she's safe but then everything catches on fire mm-hmm. and you're like man fuck come yeah. on like you know like is she gonna survive what's going down? So you found the first one like that I, lo- I love that energy I love like like yeah. he, you know he and his mum finally like you know escape yep. Is like that these amazing tense scenes of yeah. them trying to get away and the fucking worms and and then they meet these guys and they get challenged straight away and he has to f- and you don't know what his combat skills are the like shit out of and he fucking and you, and you go like holy shit he's crazy. like and it ends in such a like
0: wow and reminds me of the i guess like fellowship of the ring where it does end uh, on a narrative end note for that story but it's very much implied that there's more to be coming
1: for me it really felt like something completely in its on its own really whereas this I, second movie felt for, to me, way more like a Lord of the Rings movie In it what felt, sense? In the sense that like This felt like the second movie in a trilogy yeah. And I didn't And I'm like, I'm pretty across shit, right? Mm. I thought, oh, I was like, this is the second part of June, the, the first June book mm. <clears throat> And there's like What I assume 15 minutes of the movie left Like I'm looking at my watch and I'm like How the fuck are they going to wrap all this up? Mm. And they don't that's like that, I feel like that's not a spoiler I, mean, part of it's I think wrapped. if I knew this I would like I'm, I'm definitely going to see this movie again yeah because I was like what the fuck that's it see like, I,
0: I, I knew how it was going to end because of the book yeah totally and I think this is like and it is an adaptation That's of and, and I feel
1: like I feel like having not, not even I'm, I've not read it but I can tell that this is an amazing adaptation mm. in the same way that another fucking book I haven't read Lord of the Rings yeah. that those books are like first and foremost an amazing adaptation right yeah yeah. And then they're probably th- the, that are also they're the great version movies, that most people know. but as someone that just went to see them as movies.
0: But I mean, the, the movies are the, the version fir- of Lord of the Rings that I'd say the general population know more the, than the,
1: books. the first, I remember seeing the first movie and that was at my like fucking drunkest, most Cohen loving era of my life. Really? Um, it was
0: it 2001. So we, was,
1: we were 16. And I was like, what the fuck movie is this? I really didn't like the first really? one. And then I got like, I started seeing a girl. You when, soap it up. when uh when no, I was still drunk at that time, very drunk. Uh, but uh, she was like the you know the, the the I think the movies had all come out on DVD by then, so this would have been like two thousand and three. Uh, and she was they like, let's, played- "Let's watch them all." And I, I like could not believe how good the second one was. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and
0: you know what? It's nothing. The the pacing of it and the 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 structure of it is nothing like the book.
1: Yeah, but then the third one I thought like had like with its seven endings. I, like, the first one's still my favorite. Yeah, right. Fellowship's I mean, yeah. my
0: favorite. I find it's the most, um, most like, satisfying film. Maybe for the same reasons you, you you felt Dune was like part one is like a whole thing. For me, because the- that's really interesting. A lot, most of the complaints about Dune one is it ends just before something's about to happen. Like, I mean, people I have told me anecdotally, and also that's like feedback in a lot of um critical consensus was like. Oh, it just, it just kind of ends. Like it ends on a cliffhanger. Even my dad watched it that day before we saw two. He watched it that morning before coming yeah. up to Sydney. And he's like,
1: oh, I forgot. It just kind of just ends. Yeah. But, it, but it's so, I feel like it, it, it wraps so much up. Like it, you have the, ha- the fall of the house It doesn't of wrap treaties, up anything. But I mean like, you know, he's. It
0: le- it's like a cl- everything's on a cliffhanger.
1: But I mean like his, you know, Paul's f- dad fucking dies. The yeah, empire that's all ra- is, that's, is over. I would say that's like a wrap up. No, but I mean that, that is like, it is. Dealt with I guess You know what I mean Like, See it, to it, me
0: that's a cliffhanger Because you're like Well how's he going to get it back Everything's left in the But it felt like And it did, like, it, it didn't gone. It didn't
1: feel like set up The first movie doesn't feel like set up Whereas a lot of the second movie Really? Not him
0: going to the Fremen And being like Teach me your... That to me is That is For me that was like I'm setup. ready for
1: my next chapter Yeah that's like setup. I, I know but it was like Now that this part is over no, I totally with you. It is is totally a form of that's setup. Like, yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, yeah. like, it, it really felt like they were tying a bow around one thing, and if you want the next thing, there's another movie. And coming. I
0: mean, that's kind of like how the book works too. You know, it's yeah. Like, there's a distinct middle part, and then I mean a half, but it kind of a half, and then it's two other bits.
1: This felt a little bit like like Spider Verse to me, where I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're gonna make another one at some point. And then B was like, what's the plan? When's the next one coming out? And I was like, I don't like. I Because, like, is Messiah the second book, right?
0: Messiah so is the second book. Yeah, it's 12 years after Dune.
1: How long is that book? It's
0: about a third of Dune. Oh, right. Okay, so sure. So, Dune's 800 pages. Messiah's like, 300.
1: So, they could feasibly put all oh, that in absolutely. one movie.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it's basically just talking.
1: Reading the book, did they cut much shit out?
0: Um, should we talk about like the film and start Okay, just no, no, just in general. Well, I, I'm going to jump to spoilers.
1: But I mean, like, are there like big sections of the book that they cut out? Like, you know, to
0: answer this, I'm going to have to like get into some spoilers. So if you say yes or no, 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 I want to, I want to <laughs> get into what they do because I, wa- it's not, it's not as simple as that. So the first film is pretty much a faithful one-to-one adaptation of the novel, okay. give or less. Sorry, give or take a character here or. A set piece there there's a famous dinner scene which is cut out which is a, a, a never and it hasn't been in any of the versions i think fantastic scene where the atreides hosts like all of the um all of the iraqian locals and like all the ex-harkonnen people who's still kind of are there and you know the uh important people in fact leia sadu's husband is in that scene oh, okay right so it ties some stuff like that but other than that it's very very similar it ends you read it; it's like a very faithful because that. But then the second half of the book, Paul meets the Fremen. Shani doesn't really have a character in it; she's kind of just a device. So her character in the film is so much better. She is like the heart and soul of the film. I yeah. would say, love what they. For done. me,
1: that was the biggest cliffhanger. The
0: changes in the book. Are so, what they do? The what they do with those characters at the end of the movie? Is but like, even so much more. So like, they kind of meet, and this is the kind of I guess the writing, especially in the first Dune book. It's not about characters as much as it is about events and things happening because the ne- you'll be reading and then the next chapter is jumped ahead two years. Mm-hmm. Paul's been living with the Fremen for two years as opposed to six months. He he and Shani have a kid you never see. Shani's oh, right. never in the book, of it, like barely in it. And um, uh, the mom, so you know when the mom drinks the water for life? Yes. It goes through like the spice the agony kiss. and stuff. So what happens in the book is... She has a child and it's like a walking, talking baby who speaks like an adult <laughs> and has a lisp and stuff, but will say, like, really. And she's called like Alia, the um, like people think she's a freak and are okay. scared of her. And I was so worried about how that was gonna, how be gonna handled. handle it. Yeah, and I think the way it's handled in the film. Which is just
1: talking to her unborn daughter Yeah, and
0: therefore the time and like, you can't be pregnant For more than nine months And so in the book, it skips ahead two years And this baby's just there Uh, Everyone's kind of scared of her She's got bright blue eyes and is kind of this walking, talking prophet It's really strange It's in the Lynch version I was quite worried because I was like Are we gonna get, like, It just reminded me of, like, the little man Or, like, baby geniuses So that's changed, obviously It's condensed into, like, six months But also, like the reason why he wrote Dune Messiah is because a lot of the general public, he, he said like he wrote because all the general public like, oh wow, Paul's such a hero. And then he's like, no, he's not. And so he actually leans into that. The script has been adjusted to suit what Messiah is about, about like right. this guy kind of embracing, Uh, Something that he was kind of like No I don't want to be that And then it's like Wait a minute Everyone believes it I'm going to get into it And kind of act like a bit of a tyrant Sure Uh, Yeah And there's some things that are dropped Like uh, Thufa Hawat He was the Mentat Remember the guy from um, uh, The guy that like Rolled his eyes back He was like the family computer for Oh yeah yeah. So he ends up In the books Like the Harkonnens End up getting control of him And he's like part of another plot there But it's like quite busy and alia the daughter's the one that kills the baron so there's all these little changes but like that you get not so the battle sequence at the end mm-hmm. It's like one sentence in the book. It's like and there was a fight oh, and then it just because so even
1: even like you know with the expanded battle it still is quite abrupt. Yeah, like a so lot it's of, one sentence. A lot of the, characters just go down like pretty quickly.
0: It's like one line in the book. It's like as that have there was a fight and then Paul ran into this and so that stuff's really expanded. It, it's basically structured far more like a traditional film. None of the attacks. Those awesome scenes where they were bringing down like uh, sand crawlers. Yep. None of that's in the book, but you just hear about them. It's like we did another attack. So it's it really shows you Paul becoming from in the film, whereas the book doesn't. It just kind of cheats and it's uh, like cool. two years later he's been living with them and yeah. So did I, you enjoy the book? I I really liked the book. Yeah, and it was really fresh in my mind. So I was like, oh, this one's quite different. Like this is very different compared to the first film, which is like faithful, faithful, faithful. Uh, but it suits a film narrative much better. Like you can't the second half, you know, everyone always like Dune's unadaptable it kind of is almost. And the best way I think it's been done is in two books. Sorry. Two, two films. Yep. And yeah, it's, it just feels a lot better. And the ending is so much better. And the, the fight with fade and like, he doesn't give, fade um, Dune in the book and it makes sense I like that he does this he really it really hammers home that like he is the antithesis of Atreides and yeah really cool stuff
1: yeah so do, what do we know is coming next nothing at this point right well he's like, written
0: he said he's he's he, he's written Dune Messiah but he's waiting for it to be greenlit. so I yeah like because I, like they're not doing he's like the worst things he said a quote this week where he's like the worst thing about films now is like you, we get a release date and he's like Art should come first and like a finished product. And he's like, "I'm not working to a release date." He's like, "All we get now is franchises and release dates." And he's like, "I'm not like that." So he said, "Like June two wasn't even greenlit when the first yeah, one." Yeah, I came knew out. that. Yeah, so I'm almost
1: surprised that he would want to do a third one. Like it, he but, said, he wants. Well, it, then like, you it, know, it finishes Paul's story. Yeah, sure. It
0: kind of because I think then, and I this is I, mean, I guess it's, it seems
1: like he's not creatively stifled by this. And like I, you know, the movie before this was Blade Runner, so like he's still working within someone yeah. else's world. And there. also
0: like. Uh, You know, I'm not This isn't as spoiled Because I haven't read them But I think the other ones is, The next one's called Children of Dune So I imagine that's like kids And then I think that It, it jumps like thousands of years Through time so Okay, sure I think this trilogy is like The Paul trilogy And then he's Are like, they doing
1: the like The Women of Dune There was TV a Benny series?
0: Gesserit series But I'm not sure If that's happening anymore He was attached to it Drive away dunes Drive away dolls uh, Yeah, but um, Drive Very words. different adaptation Than the first film And I think it reminds me a lot of The Two Towers Which is like Yeah, that book is structured so differently Like the Helm's Deep battle is like Halfway through the book Sure And it's just like In a film you kind of need That big third <laughs> Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? totally And that the the third act in this And the, the, the especially the knife fight Between Fade and Paul Is just like One of my favorite final battles I've ever seen in something Like it's so visceral You feel everything It's so like It's so stripped back Mm-hmm I don't know man I, And visually this movie's fucked as well like, And also
1: like the Holy shit This guy's in this movie Like When Christopher what? Walken comes in he's like, like It's like they didn't the They didn't hell? cast a single Not insanely famous person In this yeah. movie it's crazy. Like I know a lot was made of like the fact that Anya Taylor Johnson makes a cameo in this movie. Yeah. But like I she didn't know uh, I I didn't know that she was Alia grown up. Yeah. The
0: sister. So I imagine in Messiah she they'll probably say she's grown up and maybe they will do the twelve years or maybe they'll be like, Oh wow, she ages rapidly because of that water. I didn't know that, you're not supposed to be pregnant while you have it. That's why sure, they freak yeah. out and they're like, What the fuck? I
1: love that moment. Yeah. We, we've made a huge mistake. She's How crazy pregnant. Was it? That was wonderful. Um He mentions
0: Alia's name too in the first film, I believe when right. he's in the tent freaking out. Oh. He does in the book, but I'm unaware if he does it in the film. I'll check later. But I, I
1: didn't know that Florence Pugh, Pugh, um, Pugh and, and Leia Sido, it? Sido, they, were, they dude, were Florence Pugh, like, I'm like, fuck. She was amazing. She looked like this. something out of Berserk. She looked amazing. a that chain Her like, outfits around, were like, fucking crazy. Yeah. It's the Best coolest fits she's of ever the year. Yeah, like, yeah, hands yeah.
0: down, hands down. Um, love she's that. Just like, she's always a fave.
1: And yeah. like the... Like the the hardest decision anyone could ever make is Zendaya v Florence Pugh. I know, and and Timothy does he has to deal with the consequences of that decision at the end of the yeah. movie. You know,
0: because the book kind of ends differently. He's like, I will take her as my wife, but uh going to be my concubine. Oh really? Yeah, I think
1: it narratively makes it way crazier. Well, you go
0: if- like, oh man, what? A- I was shocked at the ending when she kind of like storms out, and I like that she not so much in the book. She's kind of nothing in the book, and maybe in the Messiah she's more, but in the first one she's kind of not a lot. And I love that she was the one challenging um the Fremen about the him.
1: Yeah. I loved her, her friend too.
0: Yeah, so that's a new character. There's no such thing as the um the Southern um fanatics. Oh, okay, right. So that's a new thing. Yeah, well, wow, so
1: they've changed heaps with this. That's great. They've
0: really structured it. Like they've really made it into like Film film I think And I think if you just did A one-to-one ad- adaptation It would be really unsatisfying Like the fact they have a kid We don't even see it in the book It's yeah, like right. literally Because it's living At a different stage sure. With In the south And you just don't see it And then Paul's like Oh I can feel it's dead And then you're like What's the point of the kid Like it doesn't add anything <laughs> It's really weird. It's it's it, there's just some weird 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 shit in it, and you have to remember that book was not published as a whole book. It was published as chapters in like a sci-fi magazine. Oh yeah, put right. Put together as a book. I didn't realize that. So That's cool. yeah, I th- this is structured way differently, and uh, uh, Stilgar is far more of a believer in the film. I love uh, Javier
1: Bardem was so fucking good in this movie. How
0: different is he in this to The Little Mermaid? Like, like alive. Beyond Night and Day, like, yeah. yeah I don't so think
1: he's actually in The Little Mermaid. I reckon no, I think they, they scanned, scanned him. him think, in and then... Like, no, I
0: think Hideo Kojima scanned him for yeah. Death Stranding and they somehow got the files. <laughs> and we're like, let's put him in this. But yeah, he is so good in this. Him and Zendaya are the heart, I think, of the film. Yeah, but also like... Uh, so I, Jessica I, is nowhere near as evil in the book. Javier, Javier, she's like far more controlling and is like yes make them believe like she's she's Mm -hmm. cunty in the film so yeah it's quite a different film and I liked that Because I was being surprised by it And I'd literally finished it That afternoon
1: It's fucking sick How many amazing performances There are in this movie Now there's one
0: we're not talking about Which I think for me it Could be the performance Of the year in If I was Tom Hardy I'd be kind of worried Because there's a new Cool voice guy well, And they're,
1: they're both gonna. The two cool voice guys Are both Dude, about to drive motorbikes Into the sunset Why isn't up. this movie out yet <laughs> Drive away cool voice guys <laughs> Drive away dudes Yeah um, But uh, Drive away look, just like Dune Two ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna go deep into this. The this hay
1: emphasis is gonna end on a cliffhanger. Who's who's Angus's favorite performance in Dune Two? You can probably guess, so but let's
0: go through the film. We'll talk about our favorite scenes. We'll talk about the the fucking Hans Zimmer soundtrack blaring. We'll make arms.
1: predictions of what Kojima is going to think of this movie. I think what tweets are going to do? I think he's going to say it four hundred times. Um, That's ha- going to be the Brie Larson. How- this guy saw Captain Marvel two hundred times. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's Kojima. How and good
0: was the G D Prime scene? That's the um, Kojima
1: and Timothy Chalamet. This guy saw G two four hundred times. He's yeah. hanging
0: out with Timmy all the time. <laughs> the 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 gladiator battle on G D Prime. Oh, bro, we're going to talk about Just that. Just the fucking color palette
1: some of the best scenes in a in a in a big movie how cool are
0: those weird fucking silent hill looking dudes just standing in the arena with like a triangle not explaining anything about him like just stabbing the guy in the the back like dune i saw it felt very alien like Mm. and it's what i was like oh the whole movie reminds me of what it must have been like to have seen like the cantina scene like for the first time on a screen without seeing anything like that before and this film does that as well to me Fucking how good is Stellan Sarsgaard just floating around being a fat cunt.
1: Save it. Save Brother,
0: it. Brother. Dune to big so chat.
1: Just like uh Dune part two. If you want Hey Fam part two, uh you gotta go to patreon.com slash heyfam. Because every week when we stop doing hey fam, we start doing payfam. So you get a bonus full episode of Hey Fam. Immediately uh, by going to patreon.com/slash $5 a month is all it costs to get access to the PayFam hey archives. And there are hundreds of hours of content for you to listen to. There's so much that, like, maybe even if a French-Canadian
0: filmmaker goes to adapt, that they might even change some parts. That's
1: true. <laughs> Um, but you also It get might access. make women
0: uh, better characters in the film.
1: <laughs> you get uh, you get the access to our Discord. There's a, uh, a Dune Two spoiler channel uh, where th- thousands of, uh, of, of replies. But no one's seen it yet. It's it's going off. It's about it's off to, to be. It's,
0: it's about to be big. Yeah We're on the cusp of greatness
1: um, So uh, come join us over at Patreon.com I posted a good movie hey, in
0: there Saying uh, Benny Jesseret Turbo Pussy Got me acting unwise That's incredible <laughs> How good is that Did you Oscar? make that? No I just oh, saw it on Twitter That's where just great Oscar Isaac And saying Benny Jesseret Turbo Pussy Got me acting
1: unwise Okay We're going to put that on our Instagram this week <laughs> How good is that shit? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah Please come join us for the, the second part of Bro, our discussion Bro he really hit of that And didn't part put of you. a ring on it That's crazy That's right? true <laughs>
0: That's fucking crazy
1: um, we'd love to see you there And uh, just letting you know That HeyFam Might take a little bit Of a break Because I'm going on tour With, with Five for two weeks Yeah um, I think there's opportunity For me to record A Pod <laughs> Next weekend With, with Angus But it, it, I Yeah think, I'm not doing anything I think it'll just be like A a PayFam hey episode Or something yeah. like that So sure. uh, if you're wondering Where we are Also That's where we are
0: Don't listen to the podcast Next week Go see Dune 2
1: And then listen to and the, then listen Our to discussion this. of it the, At Patreon.com Slash HeyFam And
0: then Listen to it again after you've watched it a second time. I'm so excited this week, dude. i got to say just because all the film podcasts I listen to, a lot of them are going to be talking about. Dude. Oh man,
1: it's going to be so sick.
0: I fucking kind of hate seeing things really early. I've noticed like TV Well, you keep and- doing it. <laughs> I know, but I kind of hate it because I'm like... Oh, I can't wait to talk. And then when it comes out, I'm like, hey, what happened again? <laughs> like, it's so, f- no, not with Dune 2, but like.
1: <clears throat> you must yeah. have been confused seeing this early without your fucking email across the screen.
0: It was so weird. I was like, how do I know this is me? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, come join us over at Patreon. It
1: comes with Fam. We love you. See you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?